Hey guys, this is Jody with Elliott Hills Wellness. I'm here today just to kind of discuss how I got into health coaching and natural medicine. Um, I got into health coaching when I got my master's degree in nutrition and human performance from Logan College in Chesterfield, Missouri. I had been uh, speaking with a friend about a company called Arbonne. They were huge into uh, health and wellness, healthy eating, making sure certain chemicals aren't placed in cosmetics and foods and this got me interested in health so i went down through the master's degree as uh, while i was working ems as i got through the degree i was noticing a lot of my patients as a medic um they wouldn't have been there if they had made better lifestyle choices uh, and this was all ages not just elderly so it became concerning to me where they were getting their information and weren't getting their information and I started on a journey of ensuring the information is out there. I really learn and I really love enjoying. I really enjoy learning about diet nutrition for disease. It's amazing how our nutrition plays such a huge role at the cellular level that most of us never even realize. Um, and this can affect generations to come with how we treat our bodies, how we eat while we're pregnant uh, while we're raising our children and just the genetic changes it can cause by not eating the foods we're supposed to and not giving our bodies the nutrients we're supposed to. This all fell in line with just my love of gardening and using herbs, making homemade soaps, oils, salves, teas. Um, my favorite times in my kitchen uh, coming up with new recipes and blends I use these a lot, both for myself, my horses, my family. Uh, I am very much a whole body wellness person. I think you should take care of your body the best you can and reserve going to the doctor for times of emergency or times we know that there is an active infection that requires medicine, requires antibiotics, requires, say, blood pressure medicine, cholesterol medicine. But with those medicines, we also need to look at our lifestyle. Is there something we can be changing to get away from those medicines? Or are we just taking the easy out and dealing with medicines that have other issues, cause other effects later down the road? I mean, that's a huge question I think doesn't get asked a lot of times in the doctor's office. And I think we need to um, maybe bring that up and talk to our doctors about whether or not this medicine is something that needs to be taken or is it something I need to change my lifestyle? Look at what I'm doing. Um, I've had those questions a lot, especially since finding out I had fibromyalgia, a uh, huge life change and to learn to start slowing down. I'm very much uh, when my feet hit the ground, I go until I hit the bed uh, and pass out for the evening. This could be eight hours, 16 hours, however long I'm up and going. So this was a huge change for me. I had to really learn to slow down, learn to slow my mind down, deal with the brain fog. Um, when my body says rest, rest, uh, that wasn't something I was used to. I was just used to pushing through. So um, these oil blends and herbs have really helped me a lot. A uh, huge lavender fan. It really helps me a lot with anxiety. Um, obviously pain, a lot of Epsom salt baths, Epsom salt with lavender. Uh, obviously, I will still use um, naproxen, other medications when it gets bad enough, but I don't want to 
automatically run to the medicine cabinet. I want to make sure it's not something where I need to change my diet. Did I eat something I had an allergy to? Um, and if so, maybe I need to learn to stay away from that, which is easier said than done. Trust me, I know. So throughout this journey, I realized I needed to slow my mind down. So I started working with Reiki, yoga, and meditation. The yoga helps a lot with my horseback riding, keeping me stretched out to be able to guide the horse and strengthen the muscles I need to have strengthened to ride. Um, riding helps my lower back a lot. Um, getting up on the horse and being able to move, imitating which imitates walking, without having the impact of my feet hitting the ground sometimes. Um, like I said, this past winter, I really started not feeling well. I was doing all of my usual stuff, increase in vitamin C, trying to rest, even though I was working three or four jobs, um, trying to watch what I was eating, and I still wasn't getting better and was having severe 10 out of 10 pain. So I went to the doctor and was diagnosed with fibromyalgia. Uh, it's, it's a learning process, and I hope as I go along with my blogs and this podcast so that I can help others that deal with fibro and maybe find your life again. Um, it may not be exactly what it was before, but hopefully you can learn to adapt and move along with this disease and still enjoy life to the best of your abilities. Um, I love to exercise. I'm a personal trainer as well as a health coach. I used to run a lot for not only my cardiovascular, but my mental well-being and running isn't a thing I can do a lot anymore. I do walk, but I've leaned towards yoga, um, Pilates, going to the gym, lifting lightweights, lightweights, high reps really helps. Don't want to get uh, too heavy on the weights for me because it can cause a little bit of a flare up if I overdo it. So it's really been a learning process. And for those that are newly diagnosed with fibro or have had fibro for a while, uh, you can attest to that and happy to help where I can to get you on the right path. Um, there's a lot, there's something a lot of people don't realize about fibro and that's the mental aspect of it. Not only is it you're tired all the time, but there is what we call fibro fog, brain fog. You forget stuff. You walk in a room and forget what you're doing. Um, Forget simple words, pause in the conversation. You've heard me do that a lot during this podcast. It is something I'm still working on. Meditation has been great for me. Um, really watching what I eat is huge. Trying to, I love coffee, so I have to watch that caffeine intake or my fibro fog actually gets worse. So a lot of people don't realize that, that caffeine can trigger that sometimes. Uh, I would highly suggest to anybody that is newly diagnosed with fibro, go get counseling. Sometimes you just need that person on the outside telling you it's that it's going to be okay and kind of help you learn to rethink and learn how to deal with your body and your mind and what it's going through right now. So yeah, I sorry for the long pause. That one usually gets me. I I strongly, strongly suggest counseling if you're struggling or even if you're just starting out and you, you just need that person to talk to when you don't think anybody else understands what you're going through. Um, something also with fibro is I do dove into this even more. Go get your allergies tested. Make sure uh, you're not eating something that is causing 
the fibro to flare that's causing inflammation in your body, allergies, uh, different foods, um, seasonal allergies, even just old injuries that are causing inflammation within your body that you need to find out what's going on. I have several allergies, one of which is nightshades. Uh, for those of you that don't know what nightshades are, they are the potato, tomato, pepper, and eggplant family. And most processed foods contain one of the above. So it becomes very hard to go out to dinner, um, run through and grab something. You really have to meal prep and be ready to take care of those allergies. People that have milk, egg, nut allergies are very familiar with this. So you're not alone. It's just finding where the foods are, finding where you can eat finding the stores that carry foods that you can purchase if you're wanting to get frozen food. This is where reading your ingredients becomes huge. You have to know what's in that food. Um, so it, it's given me a new love for being able to cook in my own kitchen. I'll really figure out the foods I like. One thing I'm grateful for with the nightshade allergy is I got away from tomato sauces and really got into basil pestos and some of the Alfredo sauces. So I got to widen my horizons, so to speak, when it became when it came to Italian food. A lot of you that are wondering about diets, um, I'll delve into those further as we go. This is more of an introductory podcast. So I researched a lot into the Mediterranean, paleo, keto, and anti-inflammatory diets, how they help with allergies and fibro, anxiety, chronic pain, and many other physical ailments, even mental ailments. Really research your diets. I don't like diets that take away essential food groups, unless for you that essential food group needs to be taken away. And that is something that you're going to have to discuss with your doctor or nutritionist because you'll need to find out what supplements you need to take to replace what those foods would generally provide. I have to watch my iodine because I don't always eat foods high in iodine. So that's something I keep an eye on. I don't really like a lot of meat. So protein's actually good for me with this. So I find other ways for shakes, um, different kinds of meats that I can handle, fish, turkey, chicken, I'm not a huge steak eater, pork eater. I do eat it, but it's not my favorite. So I find other ways around that. That's about it for right now. I just wanted to give a quick introduction of myself and what you can expect from this podcast. It will be a lot on fibro, health coaching, diets, um, symptoms, how to move on about. I also do a quine massage, so I may be throwing in some horse-related stuff, especially for my horse riders out there with my health coaching to help you continue on down the road with your uh, horses and riding. Look forward to speaking to you guys in the future. If you'd like to check out my website, it's www.elliothillswellness.com. You can also find me on Facebook at Jody Davidson. It is under Arbon Independent Consultant right now. That will be changing, though, to Elliot Hills Wellness again, and also on Instagram under Elliot Hills Wellness. See you soon.